Yeah, I think communication is everything in a relationship, and if you don't know how to do it, you know, it's yeah. a pretty big red flag. It's yeah. definitely not going to end well for either of you. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very, just complicated. Yeah. When it comes to relationship, there's so much in my life that I just, I was such a romantic, I said, oh, true oh love God. does, true love will make it all worth it. And it's okay, like, you don't, it doesn't have to be perfect, because yeah. if you love each other, and it, yeah, although it's true, love is, love is very powerful. It does not fix everything. Yes. And if you can't communicate early on, you're not going to be able to communicate later on. Only difference then is you've got a lot of feelings involved and a lot of good memories and experiences. And it's way harder Mm -hmm. to accept Mm -hmm. that you're just simply not compatible. Yeah. I think um, we ignore so many just simple signs of compatibility when we're first starting to talk to somebody because of infatuation. Infatuation is blinding. And it's a natural stage in a relationship. It's yeah. part of how it goes. It would be weird if it wasn't there. Do you do you ever feel like, I know for me, I was very scared because you've had a little bit more experience in like different long-term relationships. So like from your first in second long-term relationship going into your next long-term relationship like how does that feel for you like is there anything that you like definitely were like if this happens I'm not gonna deal with this kind of thing yeah there there definitely are I mean if I at any point felt like Brayden was not allowing me to go out (laughs) and experience life and really just do what I needed to do to be happy Uh uh-huh I would, I would have to leave because yeah. I've sacrificed that before. And I've missed out on, honestly, when I look back, I feel like I've missed out on years of my life. Yeah. And I won't say that I regret it because those lessons I learned are what made me who I am. And they're part of why I have such a healthy, happy relationship today. I didn't ever really think I would get here in the yeah. in the times that I've experienced. But I am, and I do not think that I would have the knowledge in the wisdom to make my current relationship work mm-hmm. the way that I do if I had not been through what I've been through. So do you take all of these? Cause I know that they were horrible experiences. <laughs> yeah. Very traumatizing. Yeah. Many of them. Yeah, do you, absolutely. how do you take them? Like when you look back, do you take them as lessons? Like how do you kind of deal with that trauma? Um, you know, I do absolutely think of them as lessons. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing that it's taken me to to really just move forward is, you know, there's there's forgiveness and you hear mm-hmm. forgiveness and then you have somebody knocking you out cold and you, yeah. you wake up and you're bleeding and alone and you're lost and scared and yeah. and then you have somebody tell you to forgive them. Like I used to get so mad. Yeah. I said, How dare you? You weren't there. You don't know what I've been through. But right. as I as I got older and realizing like with forgiveness, the only person it's hurting is you. Yeah. They don't care. They're out of it. They're no longer You're... in your life. You are punishing yourself. And every day that you have that unforgiveness, and especially with PTSD, mm-hmm. it makes it so much worse. Mm-hmm. You just everything is replayed again and again and you become angry and uh, hurt and cynical. You become um you don't really want to put good into the world because you don't think that good has been put into you. 
Right, like and if you kind of give up on... You do, and it, it just becomes things. this toxic, toxic tree. Yeah. And you don't even realize what's doing it, but it's it's forgiveness. It's 100%. It's resentment. Mm-hmm. And it's taken me time. It's definitely taken me time, but through years of meditation and just, like, prayer mm-hmm. and trying to understand myself and making peace with what I've been through in life, mm-hmm. I've gotten to a point where I've been able to forgive because... One, one thing I've realized in life is things happen to us a lot, you know? People are going to hurt you in life. Yeah, and I think that's why, like, I mostly definitely just take it as a lesson. Yeah, and I mean, the it's not even just a lesson for you. It's, there's there's a greater thing to this. Like, mm-hmm. if, you, if you broke down every single relationship in your life mm-hmm. and you thought about times that they have hurt you and it hurt your feelings, made you, um, like how could they think that about me? How could they not understand me? Like so many situations where it's a misunderstanding, but when it comes down to it, the way their perception of you and what they're expecting of you and their thoughts mm-hmm. and their, their kind of process, mm-hmm. the way that they process life, mm-hmm. it's not because of you. It's not that they don't think that they can trust you. Mm-hmm. It's that there's been somebody in their past that they trusted very much and they couldn't trust that person and they got yeah. bit in the ass and it's, it's a learned pathway. It's a neural yeah. pathway in the brain that's connecting to tell you that, to, to caution, caution. To where, protect yourself. It's a protection method. And it's 100% scientific. It's what yeah. your brain is meant to do. And it's a beautiful thing. But at the same time, it, it when it comes to PTSD and trauma, you know, that it's, it affects relationships. It can be really yeah. hard to move on once you have these experiences. And the biggest thing that's taken me to heal Mm -hmm. is to sit there and to look at a person and say, this isn't, they didn't do that because I deserved it. I don't Mm -hmm. deserve this. I didn't, I didn't do anything to provoke. This had absolutely nothing to do with me. It had to do with their perception of reality, what they thought was okay, Mm -hmm. what they thought they could project all of it. It's so much more than me. It's, it's, part of just kind of the universe and life and the it's, cycle of it yeah I mean like I think I I 100% agree with you I definitely have more of an acceptance in that area I struggle with um why did I not know why yeah. did I not see it because it's hard I'm it's a hard one <laughs> yes and because like I feel like I'm very aware and very smart and like and it's and then, and then, and then, and then the other side, it's like, I always kind of knew. Yeah. And you know, that's mm-hmm. the always knowing mm-hmm. that deep down internal voice. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's the red flag that you can sense almost immediately, oh, but you push down. You, ignore you don't want to believe there's an infatuation. Mm-hmm. There's something else going on that makes it worth it in that moment. And before you know it, you're in the deep end and you can't swim. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's true. What's another one for you? Like what? Another what? Red flag. A red flag. What is it? <laughs> like what's what? What's a red flag in in one of your relationships that really broke the camel's back? Like, have you ever been cheated on? Oh yeah. Really? As far as I, I know, I mean, like I would consider I was cheated on, but like I don't know if like it actually happened to. I just wrapped it up. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, there's definitely times, there's been relationships where I don't know if I was either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds yeah. like it, but, you know, from, know some, from sure. certain girls that I've heard from, but I don't really know the extent of where it mm-hmm. went, if they were messages or, yeah. you know, I don't know anything. Um, so, there's definitely been a lot of emotional 
emotional emotional to me. affairs for fact. Yeah. Yes, that's been a big fact. But I mean, I think if we're gonna talk about cheating, I mean, I think you can tell. I, yeah. If you if a guy is really interested in you and really wants you, you can you can see it in his eyes. You can feel I, it in his mm-hmm. energy. You can hear. You know, the biggest thing I would say the way he talks about you. Yeah. Pay attention. I think. Actually, for men, it's a lot easier to tell if they love somebody. I think you're right. Women are good. We're we're difficult. Yeah. We're very complicated. Layered. Yes. It's more layers, I think. And, like, in my experience, I definitely am like, wow. (laughs) You do love me. And so then, like, for... But then it's also, like, kind of hard because when someone's manipulative... Yeah. you. I've honestly been, like, manipulated into loving someone. Like, I, I loved a version of them that didn't right. exist. You cre- did you, do you think you created it in your head, or do you think that they It was planted. It was very much so planted oh. in my head. But after a certain while, mm-hmm. you know, yes, that's also me creating it. It goes both ways. Yeah. But it was definitely, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the thing about, like, a narcissist is yeah. they, they do whatever they can to twist your brain into thinking <sighs> what you know isn't real. And yeah. what they know is correct. Yeah, and they, so they do a good job. They yeah. do a really good job. Yeah, they really do, honestly. And like, then they, one day you wake up and you're like, whoa. <laughs> one day you just look at them and it's different. And I do think that yeah. happens in life. Sometimes it's sooner, sometimes it's later. Mm-hmm. And that's always the scary thing in a relationship, oh, you know. You're happy like, and you're so, yeah. everything's great. And you're like, oh man, will that feeling come one day? Because sometimes <laughs> things do develop over time, but I, I really feel like mostly within three months of being with somebody, I feel like you, can, you know if you love them or not. Yeah. I feel like you can tell pretty early as the, well. Yeah, in the beginning, like, you really are more, I don't know, for me, I'm like, well, just, I, I'm not, I'm a, I feel like I'm a pretty open person. Like, if you ask me a question, like, I'll just answer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm very similar. <laughs> and I love being in a relationship where you can be like that with yeah, each other nice. because you learn each other quick, you yeah. know? If you talk a lot, you ask a lot of yeah. questions, you, out of nowhere, you're, like, best friends. It can happen so quick. And I love learning. Like, I do, too. It's so fun. I love learning about mm-hmm. someone. Yeah. My um, my current boyfriend, he told me he loved me after, like, two weeks. Really? Yeah. I thought he was insane. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't have words. I actually just... You were, like, paused. I didn't speak. <laughs> And then after, like, minutes of being silent, uh-huh. I said, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done. Someone asked me to be their girlfriend. That's I was like, true. that sounds like fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Sometimes you just, like, like you just freeze. to speak. Like, Two weeks. I just, and the thing about it is, like, the feeling of falling in love, you know when it's happening. You can tell the difference. And I mean, maybe yeah. not everyone can, but no, I can. No, I can. And like, that feeling was there, and it was right there with him, but just, I couldn't believe that he yeah. said it. He broke all rules. Yeah. He broke all the rules. Yeah. And I definitely, <laughs> like, I know for me, like, it was pretty crazy because I would always think about, like, my first boyfriend I ever had, and I never felt like that until, like, I've been with him long. Yeah. And, and I and I was so pure. Yeah. Then. So it's like I feel like that's the most genuine form of who I was. Yeah. Yeah, I felt that way for a long time too. It was really hard yeah. for me to let go of that because but the but when it comes down to it, I've just I've changed so much. 
the person that I once was that, yeah, I would say was pure. That girl doesn't really exist the same anymore, you know? <laughs> well, what you, like, what is pure? I mean, I'm more saying, like, yes. pure, when I say that, I'm more, like, I was more secure in who I was. That I wouldn't change. Yeah. Kind of that way. And I was still me in, like, certain situations. But, like, over time, being with different people molded me into something I didn't like. Right. And then, like, now, being with someone who I love, I, like, feel like I'm myself. Yeah. Again. Yeah, that's and it's a good feeling. I yeah. I'm completely there with you. I've mm-hmm. been in relationships where I could like didn't know who I was at all, and now yeah. I feel like I'm actually. If you find the right love, if you find the right person, you almost come into yourself even more. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I agree. I think you become yeah. more confident in who you are, and that really it's is safe. You feel yeah, safe. Yeah, you do. You feel yeah. secure with someone. You can trust them. They, you when they say something to you, you don't just push it off because their words mean something to you. You, you believe respect them. them. <laughs> you, you believe them. You respect yeah. them. Things completely change. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So, like, how was your transition going from a toxic relationship to something that you would also consider healthy? Like, was how was that for you? It's terrifying. And this terrifying. really <laughs> simple way to say it. It's it's absolutely terrifying. You know, at any point things could change. At any point, this person can snap and be something else and. There's, there's this part of you that expects it at all points. So PTSD. It's PTSD, and there's plenty of times, you know, something small happens, and yeah. I would make it something big and freak out because in the past it would have been. And yeah. I would have this just, like, natural reaction kick in. And mm-hmm. it took time, you know. It took a lot of communication, so much communication. And yeah. I'm just – I'm so lucky to have a partner I can be completely honest and raw yeah. with about all things in my life. Sure. And he hears me and understands me and wants to help. Yeah. So it's, it's a, he, he makes me believe in myself and he makes me feel so loved that I just, I have a different sense of confidence. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like, I feel like it's (laughs) one weird thing to go through (laughs) because I know every sense of me like was like wanted to fight it. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I was, like, I can't, dude. Like, I can't not do this. Yeah, you kind of have to hold that feeling back. And yeah. there's so many points in it that I would just freak out and tell myself it's not happening and it's over yeah. and it's happened again. Because you're so used to somebody, like, gaslighting you or blowing like, yeah. blowing up at you or, like, yeah. beating you up or whatever. And, <laughs> and my biggest thing was it's honesty and lies and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, I've been... Oh, yeah. I've had the same thing many times. I was just naive, and it hurts me yeah. because I felt so smart, but... So, <laughs> how happens. would you... So, like, how do you, like, overcome that now? Because, like, I know for me, it's more of, like, the, I hate liars. Like, I would rather tell you, yeah. have you tell me something that, you know, is probably going to make me upset, but, like, me finding out through a different source or lying and me finding out on my own is... And done so. It's like, that's horrible to me. You know, I think there's... I, I would have said that at a point as well. Mm-hmm. I do think that after a year and a half with my current partner, I've learned that that rule can't always just be black and white. It does. There is there is some gray area because there's there's intentional lies and then there's... I'm more talking about, like, hiding things that you know I won't like. Yeah. 
I mean, the thing about it is... Cheating, I guess. Are you hiding anything? Do you hide anything that someone would like? I know. No. I've got a, I've got some things in my closet I wouldn't necessarily be happy to show off, and I'm not oh, bring well, up. Oh, well, like... <laughs> there was plenty of Okay, things. well, you're talking more like over the broad spectrum. But, but you know, I, this, yeah. but the thinking like that is what helps me in those moments. When I'm like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. wow, he didn't tell me about having a very... A past way long ago with this girl. Like, no, no, why no, wouldn't no, you no. tell me that? I'm talking more like you're in a relationship and like something happens. Like some like let's say like we're at a party and like a random girl comes up comes up to him and kisses him on the cheek and like he never tells. Oh yeah, and we'd be done. Fi- and then you find out from one of our friends. No, I don't play with that. That's I've been, more what yeah. I'm talking about. I mean like there's information that's need to know on that. Yeah, and you know, you the know thing I mean? about that is that, kinda, that can happen sometimes. I've been yeah. at parties and just had people kiss me, and I'm like, what the fuck? I've had my best friends just make out with me, and be like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, sometimes you just oh, don't yeah, really yes. expect it or know what to do, but I think when it comes down to it, once again, communication is everything. Yeah. And as long as you come home and you say, babe, babe, you're, yeah. you're not ready for this one, and you, know, yeah. you lay the story on them, and you fill them in, and you are constantly open about it and you're not hiding it, I think that's totally fine. Like, you have to be understanding with each other. Even yeah. if there's that part of you that, you know, wants to go kill a bitch, you know? <laughs> We've all wanted to do that. We all have. We all have. <laughs> yeah, I think that if it happens, it happens. And then at that point, it's like, I would rather know what's going yeah. on because then I am at my own mercy to make my own decision rather than, Kind of like you not telling me and making the decision for myself. Right. And like that's fair. That's a really important thing in a relationship, you know? If somebody is like not telling you those little things. Yeah. And it's also a really hard place to get in a relationship. And that's also that's important to note, you know? It takes time to be in a good place of communication and being Mm -hmm. in sync to actually be able to tell somebody that. Yeah. You know, if you tell to the wrong person, they say, Well, what'd you well, why'd she get that impression? Yeah. Why do you think she kissed you? Did you kiss her back? What happened after that? You know, yeah. there's certain people that don't really take the the news as well. And in those situations, it's I have had that situation before mm-hmm. in a relationship. And I told my ex-boyfriend that, so it was a funny thing, actually. We, we were at a party, and it was a work party. And I watched my two coworkers that are very, very good friends, both married, yeah. And we're sitting at the party and I'm at the table and I'm with one of them. The other one comes up and he looks at my friend and he just gives him a big old kiss. Mm-hmm. And it was adorable, but it just threw me off. I was like, what did I just see? And they're just, yeah, bro, we're grown-ass men. We're, we're, oh. we're proud of our masculinity. We don't give a fuck. We can kiss. Interesting. It doesn't mean yeah. anything. And it just it threw me off and I was laughing, you know. First probably couple months in Seattle, just mm. getting used to it. Yeah. <laughs> Loving it, but it definitely threw me off and I was like, What it what just happened? And they well, both laughed. Normal, and at the yeah. same time it wasn't very normal. But yeah. at the same time they come to me and they both they just both kissed me. At the same time. They both came oh. in either side and they just kissed me. So we all three kissed. Yeah. And I just sat there like shocked. I was just like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. And it was funny, and it was it was like a simple, lighthearted moment that meant absolutely nothing to anyone. I mean... And I, I, it's a weird one, but it didn't mean anything. And I... Yeah. 
I kissed one of, uh, like, a couple years ago. I never told my friend. Ooh, I kissed, it's on camera now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I kissed my best friend. I was yeah. so drunk. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't even remember. I was like, oh, it happens. Are so <laughs> it happens. But I was like, I'm so happy. I was like, I love you, I love you, I love you. But I felt so guilty. I felt like I cheated. But I was like, I don't even, like, cheat. It's not like that, you know? Yeah. Like, I was so happy and excited very very drunk <laughs> yeah very drunk like and i've never been that drunk in my life ever it's horrible oh man but yeah losing control like that can be a dangerous yeah. situation yeah. so don't do that <laughs> cut this out yeah. but i have a story to tell you when this is all over okay. <laughs> oh fuck Brandon keeps calling me ignore him we're okay. recording our podcast i know i told you that okay so Let's say, I think that we've kind of talked to touched base on some things that we definitely won't accept in relationships, miscommunication and being disagreeable, kind of like just being overly involved in something and very excessively like, I don't really care to see you at all Yeah. Or like once a week kind of thing. Or say they want to and then never yeah, do. When exactly. words and actions don't match up, that's yes, a big that's one. Manipulation, definitely, yes. and it's confusing. For me, I'm just very much a direct person. I have too much anxiety <laughs> to yes. be like, do you like me? Do you like me? I'm more like, okay, so do you like me? Or like, are we going to like work this out and like make this work and like not even make it work, but like, are we going to like give this a shot like 100% or are we just going to like do whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm more definitely like that. And I think that's like why like Lamar and I, he's a lot like that too. And that's why kind of it just works out. It's like 100% or none at all. Yeah, I, and I think that's a perfect way of saying it. Because mm-hmm. that's what it should be in a relationship, yeah, 100% or nothing. If you actually like somebody and want to be with them, you want to be around them all yeah. the time. And I think that for, like, little me, like, young me, I definitely was like, well, they need to be by themselves. Like, I don't need to talk and hang out with them every single day. But I really feel like that's not true. Like, if, if you love somebody and you click with them and then, like, over, maybe, like, not in the beginning, but, like, over time, over you time, should talk yeah. to, ev- to them every single day. Yeah. And you should want to. They should want to talk to you. I mean, I just, when things happen throughout my day, like, my boyfriend is my, he's he's my best, best friend. friend. Yeah. So when things happen, I get excited. I'm like, oh, I can't. Sometimes I'll get too excited and I'll send him a little text. But yeah, yeah. I try to wait because I just, I love to see the expression. I love to say, wait, wait, what happened? Just happen. wait yeah. and hear what happened to me with my coworker today. Yeah. And watch his reaction just kind of, you know, he's in there with me. Yeah. He knows the ins and outs. He knows how I feel about it all. So it's, yeah. it's fun. And I think that's really, really an important thing to have in a relationship. You should want to talk to them. You should, and even if you don't have something exciting to tell, like to hear about their day. Yeah, I, I or, find myself wondering all the time. Yeah, or just like cuddling and watching TV together. Yeah, and like just like it's just quality time. Like for me, I definitely really, really value my quality time in all my relationships. And yeah, it's definitely my love language. Yeah. So, do you have any last advice for people? <laughs> um, you know, just. Like I said earlier, like when something, when someone offends you, when someone hurts you, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a reflection of them, not yourself. And yeah. if you take things personally in life, you're just, you're gonna, you're gonna be really disappointed. Yeah. People, we don't, we don't like think for other people. We think for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And even if we like to think that we don't do that, still, it happens naturally. We're 
So, how would you, what kind of advice would you give to somebody so, who maybe does do that? I would say... That would be people-pleasing, right? It... Like, hardcore. To a certain extent. I mean, it's kind of just being human. It's, everybody does it. We all get offended. Yeah. We all are going to get hurt. And that's, it literally, it is going to happen to every one of us multiple times. With every serious relationship in your life, there is going to be a time where you're disappointed, where you're hurt, where you're some way offended. It's going to happen. And it's just a matter of, you have to be strong in who you are and have that internal peace and that be grounded enough in everything that you don't get, that somebody else's opinion of you or their reaction to something it doesn't, oh. it doesn't shake you, you know, you're, you're planted. I know what you mean, because that's what I've been working on, because I am a notorious people pleaser, yeah. and, well, yes, because I just want to make everyone happy around me, Yeah. and the, react, the reactions and outcomes of others does shake me, so if they're, let's say we're at a party, and there's somebody who is upset. I will go up to that person and try to yeah, have a good time. the same way. I think that's yeah. what, part of why we connect so well. We're, we're definitely, <laughs> but, you know, there's, there's a difference with people pleasing and taking care of people, you I know? That's like, also, so, I think we need to do that in life. More so than yeah, people do. I love taking care of people. Yeah. I love, like, not even, like, the physical, I don't like the physical parts of it, but I like, <laughs> oh, do you have a problem? Like, I could probably help you solve it. Like, and I just feel mm-hmm. like it's more because I'm such a good problem solver. Yeah. Like, I really, I just feel like if I can tell everybody everything that I know, like, and that's kind of why people sometimes maybe take what I say the wrong way. Is like, they're trying to say that I'm telling them what to do, which sometimes maybe sounds like that, but it's more like, I don't know if you know this information. Yeah. Because I didn't know it, mm-hmm. so I'm just trying to tell you, so like, it's like, you don't have to do like all the shit that I went through. Yeah. The whole kind of point of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I mean, you know, that's so. the thing about life, you know, like life hacks, like things like that. Yeah. Like it's serious. There's, there are things about life that they do not prepare us for. Oh, hundred percent. They do not teach us how to dodge <laughs> fucking narcissists. Oh yeah. They don't teach us many of things. They don't teach yeah. us how to, um, like, like put yourself first. Even what it's even, uh, what we're talking. yeah. Even what even a healthy, relationship even looks like yes yeah because even like you've got terrible interpretations of our parents and things of sorts and it's weird because like the social norms and stuff are so different between generations so it's like what acceptable in our relationship i mean not be acceptable in our parents yeah and just the behaviors and stuff and, and like the comments and stuff like that yeah it's just very different and so i know for me like I feel like every child doesn't want to be like their parents. And I like my dad has definitely said that he doesn't want to be like his mom. Yeah, so yeah, I've definitely opposite. heard that from mine as well. Yeah. It's an, it's a, uh, an insult. You're just like yeah, your mom. Yeah. Automatic, yeah. automatic fight. Yeah. To you? In my parents, my entire life, observing them. And yes, I would say in my current life as well. Because typically if you're saying that, you're not saying it in a good way. No. Like, oh, you remind me of the best quality of your mother. It's it's a a (laughs) negative, oh, you're just like your mom. Like, typically one of the things you don't like about your mom, you are now doing, is in the intention that I've normally heard that applied. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would hate that. <laughs> I hate being called a mom in general. Right. So and naming me parent to my mom. It's gonna happen really someday. Come on. <laughs> ten years. <laughs> ten years for you. Uh, maybe maybe more ten? sooner for you. Well no, girl, I'm like a year, two years older than you. You're two years older than me. Okay, that's not much time at all. I am not ready. <laughs> Do you think you're ready to have kids? I don't know. Exactly. I think it's weird how much in the last two years, like if I was to think about myself at your age, 25, I just moved here and I was young, wild and free, about as free as they get. Yeah. I was just dancing by myself in the streets every day of Seattle because very nobody much, cared. Nobody yeah. knew me. It was, was very much a hippie. <laughs> I'm here for it. I love it. Yeah, I I guess you could say that. I I'm definitely the free spirit type, free spirit, yeah. and I I absolutely thrive off of that energy. Yeah. So I was having a blast, and then I got kind of in a very serious bad relationship. Yeah. And then in a very serious good relationship. Yeah. And I see myself calming down a lot. I see myself thinking differently and. I used to always say I'm way too selfish to have kids, but I, I feel that starting to shift in my life. And I, I think it's something that just happens as you start getting older. Yeah, I mean, like, we definitely... Oh, that's okay. We definitely have um, two different stories. You know, like, for me, the reason why I don't want to have children is because for the last four to six years, I've been taking care of other people. So, like, I really haven't done anything I wanted to do. It was kind of like I did have children, but they weren't my children. Yeah. And so now I'm, like, actually doing what I want to do. Like, I've always, always wanted to podcast. I've done YouTube videos since 2009. <laughs> like, I, this is, like, my shit I love to do. And now I'm just, I've been encouraged to do it. So, yeah. and I have, like, no reasons. Just, like, why not? I should do what I want. You should. So, you should follow yeah. your heart. Yeah, and everyone should do that. You yeah, know, do whatever your you passions, want. absolutely. So for me, like, I mean, like, getting married and that stuff. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I'll get married tomorrow. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, I want to get married, but, like, I want to be married for, like, a couple years. Like, really set up that solid foundation because I don't want to get divorced. Yeah, and I am I'm definitely there with you. Yeah. I feel like I want to... I want to date for a while before I get married. Oh yeah, and I and that's something so I how long is that? You know, how that's long something is that? that is something I have almost compromised with in the past. Yeah. And I was very I was thinking about getting married very quick. I was dating an older guy and he was just rushed. He was ready to start his life. He didn't have kids yet. He wanted them and it was kind of like within a year sort of talk and we were young. Wow, and it was scary. It was so scary, but I started getting oh used God. to the idea. Yeah. And then I it didn't work out. I broke out. It didn't right. work out. But there is there's a part of me that does get closer. And I I although I do very much want my marriage to work, I feel like figuring that out before the marriage even begins. Like yes, after work, after marriage, it's good to build before having kids. But uh-huh. I feel like the, I want the work done before marriage. I want to know the ins and outs of you. I want to like oh yeah, I want to see the worst of you more multiple there. times. It's like, more like. I'm not going to be in a relationship for, like, maybe more yeah. than two 
I feel like after like a year, a, between like a year and two years, there should be some sort of engagement after a certain age. like you just have so much more experience, and like I feel like you know what you want. Yeah, but all that stuff's expensive. To like um, be ready for engagement, have a ring, oh yeah, to be that. able to afford all that, kind then to be able yeah. to start planning a wedding and like doing all that stuff is expensive. I, I mean, feel like that's, that's a decision. I always just I had this uh, idea in my head that marriage would just you know a happy relationship and it's right. happening and there's a ring and then it's just fairy tale. Oh but like when it comes down to it, it's like you kind of have to be in a financial position to where you yeah. know you can afford all of that. And so that's kind of like more what I'm talking about. Like I'm gonna be with somebody for like a long, a long time. Like I guess like what I should also preface is like. Um, oh my god. Why is this no, happening? So it's still going. It's okay. Okay. I just Are you sure? Confused. Yeah. Um, I don't really. I'm not gonna spend. Ten thousand dollars on a wedding—that's ridiculous. Like I don't even really want to spend like five thousand. I mean, you couldn't, you shouldn't, you would if you want to. But personally, no, thank you very much. So it's the one thing my dad always said he'd like pay for in my life. Yeah. And the thing about it is, my sister just kind of eloped and did her thing. Yeah. And I'm the only girl, so they've always—they never had a big wedding. My parents have always talked about how they're kind of gonna live through me for that, and that's terrifying. It's yeah, absolutely terrifying. You don't strike me as a big wedding person. But also, I don't know. I, I love throwing a good party. I love I get it excited too, about so it's like, Think about how fun me and Brayden's wedding would be. I'm more saying, like, I, like, at the ceremony, I maybe would want to do something more intimate, and then I would just throw a fucking rager. Yeah, I think I'm kind of, like I think buffet, that's exactly, yeah. hire a DJ, and we're going to have DJs, and like, yeah, I think, like, I think my wedding will be so much fun, yeah, but, um, yeah, I mean, I definitely, I want to have something more intimate, yeah. like, I've just, I've dreamed about a wedding my entire life, Me I can't too. wait for the father-daughter <laughs> really dance, all of it, Me like, too. I've, got, <laughs> I've had songs picked out my whole life, like, I just, yeah. it's going to be a good time, yeah, I really... <laughs> we sound like little girls I know like I was just school. thinking that no I really I mean but it's true and it's just like I don't think there's anything wrong with that it's just more like I just wanted it for so long Katie Katie oh, I used to watch Sing Us in the Dress every Friday and I yes, know like, that's exactly a like what dress I used to want and stuff so I don't actually have that figured out yet well because my my style has changed quite a bit oh yeah me too yeah, definitely. Uh, well, that's good. I'm glad that like, you are in a good relationship. Dude, me too. Yeah, your boyfriend is really taking cool. some time. He's a, he's a good one. He literally is the most supportive. He's he's so supportive of everybody. It's not even just me. It's yeah, like people he meets. Guy. He's he yeah. is a really good guy. Yeah. And I think that's like when it comes down to it, the biggest thing we have to search for in someone is it's their heart. Like what are they like behind closed doors? Like yeah. when you're not there, how do they treat people? How do they react yeah. to situations? So like what made you trust him after not being able to trust so many men? I think it took just deep deep communication yeah and really just getting to know him to listen to him and like to see the way he is with me Mm -hmm. you know it's it's different it's like I don't I'm not dumb enough to think he doesn't look at other girls you know like he's a man I understand 
any human being that we're gonna it's see. The staring you're that gonna would bother look. me. Like, but if you like, it's, it's yeah, I agree. There's a there is an extent of disrespect, but regardless, like I know that's gonna happen, and it's just kind of that's that's part of it. But to like the way he, he understands my heart, the way he like really just we've connected. Yeah. it's so much deeper. Like I'm so confident in that connection. And I know he he will not find that in anyone else. It's like I know special. that it's, it's like a, it feels so like just like it was made to be. Yeah, like when you're like cuddling and having your own time together, and you just feel really safe and like yeah, I you don't secure. want it to end. Yeah, yeah, and I don't have any suspicion that he's texting other girls or like yeah. anything like that. Just because I'm so confident in what we have together, and I know he wouldn't jeopardize that because yeah. I know him. Yeah, and I think that's what's what's healed me. It's it's really the um the integrity of a person. It's their mm-hmm. heart, how well you know them. I think the exes that have screwed me over in the past, I didn't, I never really fully understood them. There was always communication. Yeah. Problems and then things exploded and I look back and it's like I can almost see it happening to a certain extent. Yeah, I talk about that in my first or second episode, how when you look back there's certain moments where you can kind of pinpoint yes. when it started to go wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's certain fights where you just you, you should have after that. Yeah. Yeah. When you knew it was done yeah. and yeah. But you didn't know because you and I really feel like a lot of, to kind of sum it up, a lot of this is just based off of their experiences. Yeah. Most. Most things in life are, you know? So do you think it's more healthy to kind of date and find out what you want rather than kind yes. of just sticking to one person yeah. from when you were younger? You know, that's something like when kids get, you know, high school, high school sweethearts. Yes. It's so cute. We it all dream of an ideal situation. But I feel like most of those relationships are boring. I, I feel like it's just half the time it's bullshit. I mean, like, yeah. you, yes, you do love that person. And I do think that's 100% possible. You know, like, I, I'm with the person yeah. I'm with now. And I look at him and I'm lucky. And I don't know how I got so lucky for things to work out the way they did. Right. And some people might have that in the first chance, you know? Like, yeah. life is it's all about statistics. It's yes. not too far-fetched. It could happen. Mm-hmm. It absolutely could, and it does happen. I have yeah. seen it, and it's beautiful. I've also seen it, and I've seen just there's certain there's like an, a serious state of compromise that typically yeah. occurs because you're growing so much, and it's really hard to have someone grow with you. So a lot of yes. times you you start to change yourself and mm-hmm. things of sort. I think it. I think experience is essential, and if you just are with one person, you it almost makes you obsessed with them. To an unrealistic right. degree. And that goes back to what we were talking about earlier. The, yes, this idea. weird obsession, which is yes. what they broke up your whole entire life. Yes, that's just fight. Yeah. Fanatic idolization that yeah. you believe someone is so much more than they are. Yeah. And I think until you've seen what other people are mm-hmm. and what, how other guys can treat you. And, you know, I, I'm in no way just talking about sex. Like, I'm talking about like, no. a deep, intimate connection. It, it's There's different with everybody. You know, you yeah, might think this yeah. is the best thing ever, but there's better out there. And you would never know that if you didn't experience more. Yeah, definitely. Like, there is a big difference between somebody who, like, just wants something from you and, want, and just wants to be in a relationship with you because they don't feel secure and someone who actually wants to be with you. 
like someone who wants to be with you, like they'll make sure that they know that. Yeah. You know, it should be. They do. They if you have any questions ever, if you're like seriously doubting, one, you need to talk to them. Yeah. You need to be open about it and you need to have a conversation and try to be as honest as you can. And if at the end of that conversation you don't feel like things have changed, yeah. That's that should be your that should be your red flag. That That should be be your breaking point. Yeah. So that's also kind of what I was asking too is like when is it enough to leave without the cheating? Because I know like sometimes some women probably are like, I need the cheating and then I'll leave. Otherwise I feel like I continuously work on this problem, work on the communication. So it's more like if somebody if you don't feel heard. Yeah. I think if you can't feel like you can actually talk to someone yeah. if you have to go to bed at night questioning. Yeah, your relationship. If you wake up in the morning and you're sitting there just nervous about the stupidest things, mm-hmm. like you know, I think that's 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 when it becomes not good for your mental health. Yeah, and it's so important in life, and like so many things can just trip you up and mess up your balance. But yeah. it's hard to get back. It it's is. hard to get back when you stumble. Yeah. So you can't you can't allow someone to affect you to that extent, or it's just it's gonna reach a point of unhealthiness and yeah. you need to walk away. Yeah, I agree. Wow, good stuff. Yeah, this is a good talk. This good is fun. stuff, good talk. Well, yeah. I appreciate you being on the podcast. Absolutely, I had fun. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, you probably definitely will be on it. <laughs> oh, yeah, and we we'll, can talk for days. As so. we grow in After Talk, we're doing pretty good right now. We've got a steady audience going, so thank you for everyone who's listening. And... Yeah, I'm excited for these these awesome conversations, and I think that you definitely, especially in relationships, have a good perspective and have yeah. a lot of like knowledge on that side too. So oh yeah, lots of stuff. Talk about that a little bit later, but yeah, right now, fun. guys, we gotta go. I'm tired. Oh yeah, <laughs> we so, gotta go to work tomorrow. So <laughs> thank you so much again to Amanda for being on, and Thanks, Alex. we'll see you in the next episode of After Dog Beaches.